Hey everybody, thank you for joining us here on Above Board with Canderpath. You have me, Rich, and you have my good buddy, John Kennedy. How you doing, John Kennedy? What's up, man? It's been a it's been a hot second since you've done an intro, I can tell, because you almost started talking not when the beat dropped. And that's an important part of our introduction. It is. Let the sound beat drop. I feel very much like Will I Am whenever I say that. I hope that was Will I Am that said that. I should quote Will I Am often. Well, it was I, Black Eyed Peas, right? Right, which is Will I Am, basically. He's Will I Am. Fergie. Well, yeah. Can you name anybody else from Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I felt cool that I knew that much. I feel very cool. So should I be Rich Iard? I don't know. Maybe we should change our names if he's Will I Am. I've done, Will- I've done some introductions recently where I call myself the John K because you always say, you, know, you got the Rich B here. And as I'm saying, I'm like, why am I saying this? Like, and this isn't notice, my name. If you rewind and notice, you notice I said, hi, it's Rich. I didn't even say the Rich B anymore. I'm almost <laughs> like... Yeah, I'm almost like turning away from that. I'm I'm just I'm just being rich. Just rich. Just rich. So I love anyway, it. John, do you do you know a lot about investments? Like a thing or two, I a guess. Thing or, a thing I've, or, I've been I've been around the block in this industry for a minute. I think you have been. You started when you were four, apparently. <laughs> you have been doing this for a while for such a, a man of of youth and and all of that. Would you say that the greatest investment somebody could make is in platinum in the stock market or in themselves. Yeah. I can't comment on choices A or B, but I will comment on choice C, which is fun. Sometimes when I'm in meetings, especially if it's someone like, you know, my age or younger and, and it's, it's hard to think about investing for such a long life cycle, like decades of time and mm-hmm. what this money can grow to when you're in the weeds of doing the work and just trying to build the momentum, you know? And then I usually have some form of a conversation about investing in yourself. And depending on the personality, like I could see the eyes roll. Like they're like, oh man, I sure. came here to talk to you about like stocks and bonds. And you're telling me that I'm my greatest asset. And I'm like, well, yeah, you are. Like you are over the course of your life, you are, you will be the greatest asset. You will produce the most income, the most revenue, whatever, however you, however you care to define it. So it is true. And that's what we're talking about today. I you think know what? I, I, this is where my mind went. You're going to just, this is going to get edited out. I instantly thought this would be a great musical. Why has no one ever done a musical about like investment firms or money. Like I literally just could picture the scene where it's like, you know, you have like the, 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 the band is like, dun, 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 dun. And then like such the, a theater kid. No, but listen, that's like and what then, you would and then the financial advisor walks in the room and there's like a nervous couple and they're like, part of the song is they're like, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. We put all our money in now. We don't know what to do. And the guy's like, I've got you. And then he does this whole oh song. And he's God. like, it starts with you, my friend. Yes. You have to know it starts with you. It has to always start with you. And then they do this whole like song. And then all of a sudden, like the rest of the firm comes in and they're like sharpening pencils. And there's like, I don't know. This would be a great, this would be better than Hamilton. This would be all, better than All Hamilton. I'm seeing is, so I'm just seeing Matt lead that song. And just if you close your eyes for a second <laughs> and just visualize Matt up there on stage doing this with a mic, just, just dancing to the number. It's, it's such, it's amazing. I mean, I, just, I don't know, you know, don't worry. We have your back, even if it's the NASDAQ. I mean, I could just see like the whole thing, bro. Like it could just happen. You know, what do we do now? What do we do now? I'll tell you. 
it's the Dow. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not even going to stop you because you're just, you're on. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop me. So the reason why that I'm saying this is and ask you this question. I know that you invest in yourself. You work out quite a bit. You're a reader. I don't know where you are in meditation. We have to check in on that. I haven't talked to you about that in a while. Working on it. Working progress. You definitely spend time with your family. And by the way, just for everybody, I had the funniest text conversation with John. I texted him last week and I said, where are you? And he said, I'm at Disney on ice. And then I laughed and I literally said, alone? Question mark. (laughs) I think. Didn't we talk about this already on the podcast? I don't care. I don't care. Well, what's care. funny is because that happened and then we went to we went to Disney then later and then in the I think week, I asked you the same question. And then you question. did it again. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm again. being redundant. I, we probably I did amazing. talk about this, but it's still funny to me because it was <laughs> funny. Yes, you're right. We did talk about the Disney. Just, the, just the visual everyone. of me alone. Just, just like, just I, hey, Jack, yeah, I, need some, I need some me time. I think I'm going to go see, you know, like Disney on ice. I'm going to go see Mater and and... And wait, is Mater part of Disney? Wait, I don't know, I... but that's like the opening act for the show. Like a spotlight's on me all alone, just eating popcorn. Just spotlight hits me. I'm sad you, eating popcorn. You would never and eat popcorn. And then we break into carbs. our number. And then we break too, into our number. Right. Yeah, There's you're right. Carbs and popcorn. You'd be sitting there eating like probably like beef jerky or something. Well, I'm jerky, the kind jerky. of person that that's so like once you pop, you don't stop. Like if I if I take <laughs> like when the kids, what? You didn't like that or you did when the kids like if the kids have popcorn, if I take a handful, I eat the whole like I'm I'm done. I, I can't. And There's I have only- to just consciously tell them like don't that is not real food there. Yeah. That's not food. Don't eat that because if I take a bite, Jackie made pumpkin bread last night. So good. Which I got and, none of. And she's Nobody like, knocked you're not gonna, on my door. Not gonna, Nobody you, knocked well, on my door. Yeah, I did you a favor because I saved you from like a thousand calories. I actually hit my goal weight today. Just FYI, today I got on the scale and the weight that I've been writing in my journal, it was exactly the weight on the scale that I've been visualizing. So thank you for not doing that to me because I would have been pissed. So investing in yourself looks like journaling. I just heard you say that you journal. I journal We've talked about that on the show before. Got to journal What is What is that? Because this could be a very vast topic of what this looks like investing in yourself. Let's let's rein this in because we've taken this everywhere from musicals to Disney on ice to you eating too much popcorn, which by the way, there's this guy that I watch on YouTube that's a fitness expert that he says, clean air popped popcorn is a great snack. It's high in fiber it's super good for you. The stuff that you get at fairs and stuff that's got all the chemicals. That's what we want to hear. It, yeah, red wine's yeah. good for you. Red wine's bad for you. Well, dark they, chocolate's they, good for you. Dark chocolate's dark bad, for, bad you. for you. Yeah. I mean, everything I mean, in moderation. As Matt would say, which I quote him often in this in this regard, is moderation is the key. A little bit of dark chocolate, a little bit of right. wine, not a whole bottle. Yeah, my bottle, problem is whatever. though, if I get a little bit of dark chocolate, then I get a jar of peanut butter and a spoon, and it's like I'm a depressed person in a corner. I've seen you with chocolate. your Hershey Kisses. Those are back once, in the day. Once you pop, you don't stop. What, what, you know, literally, the Orville Redenbacher Company is going to be ta- is going to reach out to us and want to take that trade. Is that their quote? I have no. It should be their quote. Once you pop, you be. don't stop. It should Google be. It. It should be. Oh, you're going to Google it. I, be careful what you find when you Google that. Safe so search on. Let's talk about investing in yourself. There, the, you know, when you Pringles. think about Pringles, oh, Sorry. Pringles says that once you pop, yep. oh, because you pop open, you pop open the little canister. Interesting. Um, wait, by the way, have you worn your GTOH T-shirt that I gave you? Yeah. Is, do you Worked like out it? On it? 
Do you like it's it? Super soft. Felt great. Uh, Thank I you told, for that shirt. Told we you. We talked about that a couple of podcasts ago too, by the way, right? That I forget which episode that was, but the one before the, last, I think we mentioned because yeah. I was wearing one of the shirts and you liked it, and then I had that shirt, but because I don't do squats, I felt bad, and I've I've never worn it. I washed it and just hung it up, so I gave it to you as a gift. So it's not a hand me down because it's never been worn. So technically, it was a new gift. I even put it in a gift bag for you. All right, investing in yourself. The greatest investment that one can make is investing in yourself. And there's a lot of people that say that, you, you know, if you, if you spend the time to work on yourself, everything that comes from that down the road benefits your business, benefits your work, benefits your career, benefits your education, benefits your family. In the ways that I can see in investing in yourself, there is your physical self, obviously, right? There's your mental self, which would be like maybe your mental health and your mental wellness, your psychology. There is your spiritual self, however one might define that. And then there is your intellectual self, your education and your learning. Mm -hmm. I think in those key categories, physical, mental, spiritual, and intellectual, those are all the different key bullet point categories where one invests in themselves. Do you see that I'm leaving anything out or do you, would you agree with those four? I, I, I agree entirely. And again, I think back to the conversation I mentioned earlier, sometimes it ends up being very um, specific about like, like money-based conversations when I'm, when I'm meeting with a, with a client or a potential client and we'll have the conversation of, well, Hey, great. You know, you're putting 10% away or 15% away in 401ks and IRAs, all that good stuff. However, you just shared with me that if you spend the next 12 months seeking this certification within the work that you do, your income will grow by 18%. So they, and, they impact so, each other. Right. They impact each and, other. And then, you know, you'll hear those, those situations of like, well, you know, I have a family, I'm busy, I, I, I'm working so that the stuff would be extracurricular outside of that. And I'm not saying that that's what someone has to do, but I, you know, in, the, in those conversations, I'm very much reminded that has so much value if mm -hmm. that's something that you're interested in and you like the work that you do. And I think this, like for me, like on the work front, you know, that's something that starting our own company and we, we I, I, I think maybe I just sort of think like that, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. from an, from an investing in yourself standpoint, I care very much about that. And I, I care very much when it comes to investing in yourself, not about the dollars and cents, but then about your joy and your happiness. Well, you're I, stuck yeah. in a career that you don't like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so if you're, if you, if you, the example you use is, is intellectually investing in yourself. So you're, you're increasing yeah. your certifications and your training, which could maybe enable you to get a promotion at work, which would then impact your financial abilities and, and, and worth and value at the same time, then there's the physical investment. You know, if you said, Hey, Rich, you know, you have to work until minimum until you're 67 to be able to retire comfortably, but I'm unhealthy and mm -hmm. I end up, you know, having a heart attack or, or God forbid, or a stroke or have something else happen to me, or I'm smoking a lot or whatever the case may be. And I'm forced to retire because of my health and take dis, you know disability or, or do something at a younger age, then that's going to also impact my finances. That's also going to impact my quality of life, my relationship with my children, my marriage, my friendships, my ability to travel. Uh, if you think about mental health, that's something that we're starting to become more aware of uh, as we learn about burnout and people being disengaged and people struggling you're not effective in any area if you're struggling with your mental health. You're just right. you're just not. I think about I, I I won't say names because I don't ever want to be disrespectful, but think about somebody who we hold up to a very high physical standard, a professional athlete. Think about over the last 20 years, and you're you're very into sports, so I know you could probably 
you know, say five names at the top of your head, you could probably name five athletes who suffered from mental health conditions, issues, or struggles, and how that affected them across the board. It affected their placement on the team. They might've gotten cut. They might've gone to jail. They might've done some things that were illegal. They might've gotten into substances to help medicate themselves or or whatever the case may be. So all of this stuff, right? Would you agree? I mean, that's something that we Mm -hmm. see in sports quite a bit. So here's this person who's this athletic physical prime and probably a financial prime because they're probably making millions and millions of dollars as a professional athlete but they're they've not taken care of or managed well their mental health. I can't remember his name. Who was the the football player that was on the Patriots that ended up being convicted of murder and it, it, Oh, uh, sure, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron, right. I mean, that was that was just one of the most wow, I watched the documentary on that and it was heartbreaking for everybody. Mm-hmm. But here's a guy that had like what, I think he had like a $70 million contract or $50 million contract. Yeah, he had so everything on paper, right? Everything. Good looking guy, tons of money, but had this other, you know, maybe sociopathic, whatever it was. My point is, let's talk about the ways that people can invest in themselves so that it impacts their world and their life in better ways. If you will, let's start with the physical. Um, sure. What's what's three ways that you feel, and I know some of them are obvious, but what's three yeah. ways that you feel, or one or two ways that you feel physical investment that you've seen, A, certainly connected to mm-hmm. personal finance, but just in general, how do you invest, how do you invest in yourself or how have you seen people that you respect or look up to invest in themselves as far as the physical goes? Well, we do talk a lot about fitness. Obviously, that's something I care about. I, I, I'm usually at my best. I feel like I'm, I'm thriving if I'm also finding time to to exercise, which gets creative at times with two kids, right? And it's it's I mean you you've seen me like pushing Hudson on a stroller, wearing a weighted vest, like running up to the park, and then I'm playing with him at the park, and I'm like doing like air squats and push ups in the park, and like silly, silly. I mean, I know what I look like in the neighborhood. People are like, "What's this guy doing?" But I think that finding that time is important. I've learned something recently. Um, this was, this was a number of episodes ago. It's like two, two months ago. We had Kristen Holmes from whoop on the right. podcast. Yeah. And I shared with her, you know, the, the 75 hard story and, and how much I love fitness and, and exercise. And one of the, the cool things that the whoop does is it tracks your recovery the next day. So it, mm-hmm. it, you know, analyzes your, your sleep, your, your deep sleep versus light sleep, your resting heart rate, your HRV, all these different factors. And, you know, something she had shared with me was that I'm, I'm chronically activated, meaning whether or not I realize it, I'm always, my body's kind of in this like constant state of like low level stress or high levels. Like I'm never, and and it's sometimes I'm putting myself in that situation through physical exertion, like cardio or working out or whatever. Sometimes it's work whatever, but she, you know, she kind of used the term chronically activated, which I really liked. And she said, you're the kind type of person that has no problem working out 45 minutes every day. You'll find the time you'll get up at 5am, mm-hmm. you'll do it with your kids. You'll walk after they go to bed, whatever. But you probably have a hard time sitting still with your mm-hmm. thoughts for even five or 10 minutes. And I said, boy, did you hit the nail on the head? I mean, it's, it's like, you've known me my whole life because that is a very accurate statement. I'm constantly on the go. And so something, something recent for me that I'm really trying to get more mindful of is 
and it's fun. I gamify it with this, with the whoop. A lot of people have Apple watches, whatever they have, like they can track their fitness in a lot of different ways now. But I really, I strive to have a, a green recovery, which is like a pot, like mm-hmm. a good, it's a good recovery. I really strive for that. And I am trying to meditate more. You'd mentioned that at the beginning, but that's like a big thing for me is like trying to find ways for someone who is constantly activated to find ways to like de-stress in a healthy way, not coping mechanisms like alcohol or whatever. But so that that's a little bit of a twist on it. Of course, I care about my physical fitness. I do something active every day, even if it's for a few minutes, but finding time to be still and in my thoughts, that's been, that's been my new evolution in the last probably 90 days of something I've been focusing on. Well, I think because tag- of Kristen Holmes, honestly. Well, I think to tag on to Kristen Holmes, I think sometimes someone like you can very easily, there's a fine line between chronically activated and chronically agitated. Oh, I, yeah. I think I think that, you know, you can find yourself in a situation where you're always on so much that you get to the point where you become irritable, where, yeah. you, you know, you, I always tell my son, Luke, you know, he just turned 14. And as you know, he he's lifting weights, he's working out with me and and you've been kind enough to allow him to use your home gym when, yeah. when I've been on the road, which he so appreciates. Thank you. But, but I always remind him, your muscle grows when you're sleeping. You're, you're, you're putting on, you're not putting on muscle when you're lifting weights. That's not what's happening. I mean, if anybody thinks that they're wrong, you're, when you're lifting weights, you are breaking down the muscle fibers. You're, you're doing the microtrauma. You're doing all the things that end up with hypertrophy or muscle growth later on, but your muscle growth actually happens when you're Mm -hmm. resting. And it's also important to keep in mind that if you overtrain, then you get the opposite effect. So you're probably somebody that I think you're balanced, but I think you could almost be more at risk for overtraining, which then you, you dilute the benefits Sure. Er, er, to Matt's everything in moderation, having a drink or two for someone who does not have a, you know, an addiction or, or is an alcoholic that could be relaxing. There's really no health benefits at all for alcohol, but you might find yourself to be somewhat relaxed or might help you whatever social lubricant, whatever they call it, but have six or seven, you're in another situation, you know, taking, taking vitamin D would be great. If I took seven of them, I'm going to get very sick. Yeah. So I think to your point, I will bounce off of that. I'm very into lifting weights. I'm very into fitness. I I'm, I do all of that stuff, but I have been the most disciplined in a while recently with meditating. And mm-hmm. uh, yesterday I set a record. I did 37 minutes where I meditated. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And, well, it is. And people always like, well, I can't meditate. Are you it's using through. a guided app for that or are you just. I, I've learned okay. to do all of the above. So okay. I do things when I'm in an airplane, I put green noise in my earphones, mm-hmm. my AirPods. And I just concentrate on my breathing and I blank my mind and I think I of nothing. Silly question, which I think I know the answer to. I've never heard that term before. What's green noise? Right. So green noise is something that, and I may define it imperfectly, green noise is based on nature. So okay. it, it there, there is a belief that if you went out into the deepest forest in, I don't know, Colorado, like I paired, you know, dropped you from a helicopter into the middle of there's nobody for 20 miles in each direction and it's not in the flight path of an airplane and there's nobody four-wheeling, what would you hear? And you would hear like, you know, the wind through the trees and there would be this, it would be, an, it, we would probably be in shock because we're so used to having some ambient noise around us, whether it's kids yelling or a dog barking or a car going by or a plane flying overhead or the air conditioner running. 
so green noise kind of mimics that, you know, and, and, and so I started using green noise just because it's, I guess, not much different than white noise, except I think it's nature-based and it's supposed to have a different effect on your brain. I, I, I'm giving an imperfect definition, but if anybody wants to Google or look up green noise, it, it's probably somewhat along that. So I do that. I do do a guided- You do do? I do do. I do, which is very healthy for you. I have a very high fiber diet. I, I make sure that I do a guided meditation and it's, it's been extremely helpful for me. And then I also do meditations where I do a mantra or a sound because they've done studies that have shown that when you do like, some people like do that um or whatever, but if you do even like the, that humming sound, or even if you do a repetitive prayer, that there, there's a calming effect on the brain. And so those are, those are things that I invest in myself because I'm on the road a lot. I had a very stressful travel week this week, which involved, I will just do the synopsis, two canceled flights, two unplanned three-hour drives, a near mugging in a parking garage at one in the morning, and a black eye when I smashed my face on the car door of a Dodge Challenger because I saw the guy walking down the ramp towards me who was going to attempt to mug me, and I turned really quick. So the story sounds cool, like I got a black eye from being mugged, but I actually gave myself a free black eye. <laughs> I, know, I was going to say, way to be super honest here. Cause you could have, you could have nah. said anything. You went Taekwondo on this guy. I went Taekwondo on the, the door of the, <laughs> of the 2022 Dodge Challenger. But Jeez. the, well, the point is okay. that because of all of those things, I I've had to do that. I'm putting that in the physical, but that may very much fall also. See, these things overlap, man. This this may also fall you doing this this mindfulness and, and meditation. That also does a lot for our mental well-being. Would you not agree? I, I do. And what I what I enjoy about this conversation thus far is you probably thought as listening to this that we were going to talk about investing in yourself in terms of your vocation, you know, getting certificates, getting better, and and that's certainly part of it. But, and, and then when we started talking about like physical fitness and stuff, there's, there's obviously like a vanity to that, but I think a lot of, a lot of the reason, like I went on a walk yesterday. I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting jacked by going on walks, but when I come, when I came back from the walk last night, there was just a little bit different type of mental clarity. And I know, I don't know the science behind it, but I know that there's a release of, of, you know, serotonin or whatever, whatever you know, whatever that's actually happening, I know that there's value in that. And, and so I really, really do strive to, to find time with that. And then the same thing with meditation or what have you, something that's, that I've been really enjoying a lot because I'm watching my kids just grow before my eyes. And this is a weird thought on like investing in yourself, but I've been trying to carve out time individually with each of my kids once a week, whether it's like a date night with Ella or like, you know, Hudson and I go do something, mm -hmm. but I, it feels so good for the soul. I don't know what you would call that, but I do feel like the investing in my relationships. Connection. Maybe, but it's yeah. connection. It's connection. And I, I think that's beautiful. I, I noticed like for me with, with Luke, we go to the gym together and for his birthday, he got like some really cool headphones that he was so excited to wear in the gym. And the other day he had them like on the side of his head. And I said, bro, you know, if you want to listen to your music, go ahead. And it was so sweet. He goes, to be honest, dad, I'd much rather talk to you. And I was like, okay, I'm good. Let me just do one more set. I was trying not to. Dad, climb. what's in your what's in your eye? Yeah, it's like I'm I'm just so pumped right now that the pump is affecting my my tux. <laughs> but 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 it was a cool thing, and it was also so good for me. 
And I, I think maybe in that taking care of ourselves, when I say physical, mental, uh, spiritual, and intellectual, I wonder if possibly social has got to be a part of that, that interaction with friends, that interaction with the significant other, that interaction with children or nieces yeah. or nephews. I, I think that human beings very much need to feel a sense of connection to something yeah. and feel, an, feel a, a connection to someone. Loneliness mm-hmm. is very prevalent in our society. I, I, I remember, this is just a sidebar, but if I may, I remember many years ago, I was... Um, doesn't matter what city, but I, I was I was at a dock, like a dock area where there was a lot of really beautiful yachts. I was by myself. It was connected to a hotel where I was staying, where I was speaking, and just because the yachts were so stunning, and I mean these were not big boats; these were ships. I mean they were just gigantic. I've rarely seen things like this. And I went for a walk, and of course the to get to the dock to get to those yachts, there there are gates that are locked. But I was on the outside. And there was a guy sitting on one of the gigantic yachts by himself smoking a cigar. I mean, how classic, right? And I remember looking at him, thinking to myself very, very shallowly, wow, what a lucky guy. He's on this $100 million yacht. And, you know, wow, he's smoking a cigar. And wow, he and it's got, had a helicopter on the yacht. So I'm like, bro, he's got a helicopter on his yacht. So this dude owns a helicopter and a yacht. And I'm just like kind of walking by and I'm looking, I'm trying not to stare at him. And he waves at me. And I waved back and I said, I said, Hey, looks like you're enjoying yourself. And he, he looked at me very seriously and he said, everything's not always as it appears. Oh, and I just looked at him and I did like, this sounds so corny. I'm embarrassed to tell you what I did, but I'll take it off guard. I just kind of put my hands like in a prayer like this. And I just went, Hey, sorry. He goes, all good. All good. He said, God bless. Literally. Like, you know, we always joke around. He goes, God bless. And he turned around and he walked back in. And all I could think to myself was, I'm looking at this guy in a hundred million dollar yacht with a helicopter, thinking he's got it made. And and I'm like, hey, you know, that, hey, looks great or whatever. And he's like, things aren't always as they appear. And who knows? This he was by himself. I didn't mm-hmm. see anyone apart with him. I didn't see kids with him. I didn't see anybody with him. Now there could have been. The yacht was so big, but they certainly weren't spending time with him. Like yeah. I would hope if I was on a yacht. Dawn and my kids would be out there on the back with me hanging out, chilling. I don't know. But my point is that maybe in this situation, I'm making up a whole story around this. He could be the happiest person in the world and maybe just had a bad day. But, you know, he was by himself. And that's what I walked away from it with. Like if I was on a hundred million dollar yacht with a helicopter, but I had no one that loved me, no one to spend time with, no one to enjoy it with, no one to turn to and go, isn't this awesome? Would it be worth it? Yeah. So I think that connection that you're having with Hudson or with Ella or that I'm having with Rhett or when Ava and I go for a walk or, you know, I took her out to Starbucks the other day to get a pink drink. She likes the little pink drink. And it was such like, she was so excited. It's like these little subtle things, but they, they were investments in my day. They made me feel better about my day. Yeah. Yeah. I had, um, so this is, this is funny and kind of random from what you're saying, I guess a little on topic, but I had a friend of mine, uh, his name's Patrick Surmeyer. He was on the podcast about a year, oh, yeah, yeah. years ago. And and he said, you are the most social, anti-social person I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I was reflective on that statement. And uh, and it was in regards to like, you know, just how at the end of a week or, uh, or a day or whatever, we, you know, I'm in meetings all day, meeting with clients, sometimes really heavy conversations. 
And so I find that my tank is kind of empty by the end of the day, which is why I like taking a walk or, or trying to meditate. I, don't, I really don't do that enough, uh, hardly at all at this point. I'm working on it. Um, but I, I really, I find that I still do have enough energy to like do something with the kids, even if it's not this amazing experience, which we've talked about that before too. It's like, you could take them to like the, the coolest thing and, and they're and the most expensive thing you could imagine. And they're like, no big deal. I can take them to Walgreens to get a toy. And they're like, this is the best day ever. Absolutely. And, and it, I, I don't want to interrupt your thoughts. No, it's okay. You, yeah. I just wanted to say to you, as far as meditation goes, let me help you with this. You can do walking meditation because you walk quite a bit. Yeah. And I noticed that when you walk, you have your AirPods in. And I know you're either on a call sometimes. This is me being antisocial. <laughs> right. You're either, yeah, so antisocial. You're either on a call or you're listening to a podcast. And so something that I started doing when I'm doing my walks is sometimes I have my AirPods, but I've been taking them out and just walking. And when I walk, I concentrate on my breathing and I just listen to myself breathing through my nose and out through my, I breathe through my nose because it's supposed to be healthier. And I just concentrate on my breathing and I set a timer for like four or five minutes. And I say five minutes of this walk is going to be walking meditation. So you could build it into what you're already doing. You can just make that, this is, I'm going to just concentrate on my breathing and I'm just going to focus on something. I'm going to focus on the cloud. I'm going to, that's a form of meditation and that's really all you need to do. It's really not that complicated. I know it's not. I think I tend to overcomplicate it, but that that is helpful to hear. And I think where I was going with the whole thing was that by the end of the day, especially on a day where I just have a series of meetings nonstop, mm-hmm. the, the the tank is empty. It is. And a mistake that I, I really don't make that much as, as I used to was I try to push past it. I'd be like, oh, it's fine. Like I, I can keep going, I can keep going. And then I just get so burned out by the end of the week. There There, there were times where uh, even just the last few years, like Friday hits and Jackie's like, Oh, let's go out with the kids. Like, let's go out to dinner. Let's go do something. And, and I'm in bed by seven 30 and I'm asleep mm. by eight wow. because I, I pushed past E day after day after day. And that's like, that's learning that I think comes with a little bit of age and wisdom too. Not that I'm like old by any means. I know, you know, people probably are like, okay, what is this person talking about? What does he know? But I learned in my 20s, like I was like hustle and grind and hard work and push through it, wake up at five, go to bed, never go to bed at 445, wake up at five. That's what caffeine's for. <laughs> yeah. And this is such a stupid mentality because you, you just, you end up getting less done and you You're hit overtraining. burnout so much faster. You're overtraining. You're not building yeah. the muscle. So and this that... whole conversation is me learning not to overtrain in every well, area of my life, basically. Well, it's okay. I mean, it's it's pulling back a little bit so that you can get the benefits of your hard work. You know, yeah. if I, for example, in your world, if all I focused on was work, 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 make money, 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 overtime, overtime, overtime shifts, work, 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 money, 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 then I'm going to drive my health into the ground. I'm going to drive my mental health into the ground. I'm going to drive my, my social relationships in the ground. I'm not doing anything for my spirit life. So great. I'll have a fat bank account and I'll be alone by myself, depressed, unhealthy, and then I die. And then my money goes to somebody else. So there's, there's gotta be just that degree of a bounce. So physical, the easy, the easy touch points that we hit upon having some kind of simple exercise program, doing some kind of thing for fitness. It could be as simple as yoga. It could be as simple as standing instead of sitting during a Zoom call. It could be going for a walk. It could be doing push-ups, crunches, gym membership, Peloton. 
it doesn't matter. Swimming, whatever it is. The other thing with physical is some exposure to sunlight whenever you can. Andrew Huberman talks about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's supposed to be that's supposed to have a lot of benefits. Obviously, you want to be careful, skin cancer and all that kind of stuff, but still that's an important thing. For mental health, I, I think it's it's meditation. I think that's tied to having relationships and paying attention to your social relationships and who you're talking to and 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 who you're spending your time with and leaving some room for that so that on that walk when you're on on your AirPods maybe that's when you call a friend that makes you laugh that you just want to shoot the breeze with and have some fun with and that kind of thing but then also you know knowing when you need some help you know if you have to go talk to somebody or go to a therapist or spend some time working through some issues spiritual we didn't really touch upon but but spiritual could be whatever it, what it is for you, whether it's attending religious services, reading a, a religious book that you really read, or doing you know things every morning where you have you know I, I have like a, a devotion book that I do sometimes, and it just helps kind of reset me. And I yeah. put meditation sometimes in that spiritual thing because sometimes I use that for that. And we briefly touched upon the intellectual. There there's a lot of benefit into being a life a lifelong learner. I think. John F. Kennedy said something along the lines of that, you know, learning and leadership are are completely connected to each other and that to be a good leader in your world or in your place of work, you have to constantly learn. But I would, I would, I would branch that out into the more you learn, the better significant other you're going to be, the better parent you're going to be, the better friend you're going to be, the better worker you're going to be. All of these things at the end of the day, when we're investing in ourselves, they impact and benefit all of the things that we have in our life. Every single thing, the impact your work, your relationships, and who you are on this earth. And at the end of the day, one of the keys to all of this and in investing in yourself is finding ways to serve. Wouldn't you agree in 100%. some way? 100%, yep. I mean, that's the thing that you're so different about and that your organization, your team, Canderpass, so different about is that you are, are all very focused on serving people. And we yeah. talked about this in the last podcast about a service, you know, industry where really everything is, if, if you're smart about it, whether you're selling, you know, doohickeys or, or you're doing finance. But I think that all of this goes back to that old and gosh, I've, I've used and abused this, this example so many times, but it's kind of like flying on the airplane. And if somebody needs help, they always tell you to put the oxygen mask on yourself. And, and for a lot of people that sounds so antithetical to what you want to do because you want to go save everybody in the airplane, but you can't, if you can't breathe. And I know I've used yep. that quite a bit. But I think that's a great example. Firefighters do it. Lifeguards do it. You know, everybody that's about to go save somebody does something to make sure that they're protected so that they can be more effective. And I think ultimately you would agree that when we talk about investments, if you're not investing in yourself, then everything else after that is going to fall apart. Yeah, I do. And I, I'm feeling a part two coming on to this conversation because I know we're I know we're coming to a close, but I I think there's so much more to be had here and and we didn't even get an opportunity really to touch on well, I guess we did a little bit like kind of coping with stresses and anxieties and that type of thing but Why don't I, we do I, that for I have a feeling one. there's a part 2. Let's yeah. talk about let's talk about the next and maybe even let's do a podcast where we just zero in maybe do 10 or 15 minutes where we talk about just the physical, just the mental, just the spiritual, just the intellectual, just the social. I'd love to do that. What's it? You think that sounds I'm good? In. Sounds good to me. Let's hey, listen, it. man. We'll book so it. I, I appreciate you being chronically activated. Make sure that you are not chronically agitated though. All right. So listen, 
this has been great. And I don't know about you, but I, I love being here and I love having you all listen to this. So I just want to thank everybody for being part of this podcast, for listening, for downloading, for sharing, and for letting us know your thoughts. If you have anything you'd love to hear us talk about, let us know. And I just want to say on behalf of my friend, the John K., and me, the Rich B. Thank you so much for joining us here on Above Board with Canderpath. Until the next time and until the next one, take care of yourself physically, mentally, intellectually, spiritually, physically, socially, and all of the above because we care about you and we want you to be your very best. So until the next time, we will see you again soon. Take see care. Ya.